Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Engineerty Show. I'm Saint Jimmy. I'm David. I'm Master Zed. Mister Pold is not available this week, so thanks, Master Zed, for filling in at the last minute. The very last minute. He may have told us that he was not going to be in our time zone. It does sound like me, but neither of us remembered. So, so our fake sponsor this week is Trackapold. If you lose track of your pulled, now you can go through a very friendly app on your phone, and it shows you right where your pulled is. <laughs> I had to text him, and I was like, are you in town? Unfortunately, when he texts back and says he's three time zones away, that's a bad thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so it's almost midnight there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh. So, Father's Day was last Sunday. Happy Father's Day. I got some good stuff. I got a few good things. I got a Pac-Man shaped controller that has AV cable coming out. And you plug it in your TV and you can play like a bunch of versions of Pac-Man. And then it That's has cool. Galaga, Dig Dug, and I love some Dig other Dug. games. It's pretty fun. Nice. I also got some candy. I got my favorite candy bar, which is a Baby Ruth. And I got hmm. some cowtails. Those are red licorice? No, they're they're brown licorice. Caramel with like cream in the middle and they're oh, okay. like 6 8 inches long. But I noticed something disturbing on the packaging. Does it have a where the tail attaches to the cow? It does have pictures of cows, but it's how Made they with real cows. It's how they spelled the word tails. They did not spell it T A I L S. They spelled it T A L E S, which at cow tails. It's like the like cow is telling story. you a story. It's a story about a cow that you're eating. Just sit right back and you hear it. Or... 
Cow tails. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I had not thought of that. That's a good one. Oh, man. I was like, why? It doesn't, first of all, it's, it doesn't make sense. So that's instantly. Is it English? Annoying to me. I've, I've seen misspellings all the time. Or I don't know if they did it on purpose or not. They though. might. That's might be what they mean. Cow it's kind of disturbing tails? reading the tail of a cow. It's horrible. It's horrifying. Oh, maybe there's another product that's oh. made out of real cow tails, and it's already got the name locked down, so they had to change it. Well, there was there was a way we could figure that out. I'm not gonna Google cow tails. <laughs> Probably gonna wait. What? <laughs> we already Googled it. What did they come up with? I don't know. I'm on their website. They have cow tails, copyright rice or crispy rice treats. Strawberry caramel popcorn. I don't know. Original cow tails. Nope, it's always spelled that way. Cow They're tails peanut free. Caramel candy. I like them. I snarfed them all down. Scarfed? I don't think snarfed is snarf. the right. That's snarf. Um, I got nerds. Oh. Well, I've got me nerds. Not my favorite candy, but I ate them. That's one of her favorite candies. I also got a mug. Because I'm drinking. <laughs> no, I am drinking a mug root beer, but I got a, a mug to take to work because I've been. We have this. Did I say this on the show? We have the tea station. You're asking the wrong person in my office now, <laughs> and so we have an electric kettle. But I don't really like tea. Oh, so I think I've you did. Started bringing in cocoa to make hot cocoa i have the electric tea kettle on my desk for oatmeal Me too. Well, and um, cocoa oh you can get a cowtails shirt or that sweatshirt. is very suggestive <laughs> anyway it's a cow though that makes it a female one so where's the other horns do female holsteins have horns no but what would you use a anyways um so I got a new mug to bring to work, and it says "Nerds Rule" on it. So I got ten movies. Whoa! I, I think ten might be twelve, maybe, or it could be ten or nine. Weird. So my wife got me for Father's Day. She got me some multi-pack sets. Mm -hmm. So she got me Police Academies one through four. And then she got me all the National Lampoon Vacation movies. Cool. Including the new one, the one that has... I have I not seen, seen any of those in a long time. I, well, I guess I'll talk about it in, uh, nerd, or in consumption, but I got, I watched one of them. Hmm. So there's a Reddit board that starts with... Okay, I'm a bit confused. It's cow tails and not cow tails. You know, with the two spellings. <laughs> so the people are mildly confused also so that's good it's probably because it gets this kind of conversation happening they're calling it the Mandela effect because everybody remembers it being spelt with an I but it never has I mean it... yeah I guess you probably just assume that they would spell their own thing right so it's your brain so when you it? finally notice that it's wrong you're like like that this... motorcycle shop in Boise that was missing a C it said motorcycles. Oh, 
I didn't. It I was the Buell motorcycle that. shop. Oh, the yeah. one on Chinden and hmm, whatever road that was. Overland. Weird. No. Yeah. No. Something. Curtis. I don't know. Well, I didn't get anything for Father's Day. Well, get some kids and you will. I talked to our dad on Father's Day. Did you guys do that? Yeah, I did. How long did you talk for him? So uh, I think I should do an over-under game. For him? You probably didn't talk no, for him No, to him. Because we didn't talk very long. Yeah, we didn't either. I'm not a great phone talker, though. <clears throat> it was. I think you come, back, or you come from the same line as him then, because... Maybe five minutes... Yeah, it's probably, it's probably less. I told him my idea about the um, disc golf. Oh, yeah? He didn't know what disc golf was. What? <laughs> so. Well, next time he's around, or we're around him, we'll have to go disc golfing. I don't know if Master Zed heard our idea of put, installing a diff, disc golf course on the farm. Oh, that'd yeah. be fun. You could have the, some throws over the river. You could, we thought you could have like a platform you could throw from for one, which I, apparently is a thing. Oh, somebody I know has played on a course. Had one of those. I looked up the area, and the nearest disc golf course is in New Plymouth, and it the reviews were said it was horrible. So all I have to do is be better than that. Which get our family out there playing once you can get everyone reviewing it. It'd be better instantly. Yeah, they could That's have tournaments idea. out there and sell custom discs. It'd be cool. So we just need our friend that plays disc golf really well to go out there and he just throws his disc and wherever it lands, that's where we put the basket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did mention it to him. He's like, well, it's hard to open one in a new area because nobody in the area does it. I'm like, well, yeah, but I think you've you got to start it out. sometime and that would be a cool place to I have mean, tournaments. I've played foot golf. <laughs> okay. I won, actually. Including. He was the only one person playing. There was, was four of us. actually kicking a soccer ball out in a field by himself. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> I do know someone that was That's a high school. playing at, on a golf course that had to foot golf also. And he said he accidentally hit towards the flag that was for the foot golf. Oh. And the guy was like, well, can I just hit it in that one? That hole's really big. <laughs> it's like garbage can size. Whoa. So my... Son is starting middle school next year, and they had a night for us to go to the school and get his class list because he has some electives. I'm classless too. And they were very well organized because they had like different color sheets for the different grades. And then they, on the sheet, it told you if your last name is from this to this, you go to this room. And it had all the room numbers. So it was going really well until we got up to the area where the room is. And none of the rooms had numbers on them. <laughs> so we like walk That's... up to a room and we're like, uh, and they're like, this is 218. Like, so they knew to tell you just based on you looking. Where confused. does it say that? Where's 217? Oh, it's, the door. it's around the corner here. We, so we go over there. No number. Just like it's hazing. Is this 217? Yep. Okay. It's for hazing purposes. <laughs> it was like you went to the trouble of. <laughs> Sorting it so you had the same number of people in each room, but then you don't have the numbers on the doors. That's like the building I work in. I think our room's E2, but it's the only one that's numbered that way. Huh. The rest of them are just like three-digit numbers, like Weird. 203. 
Well, I don't know if the number was on that door because all the doors were open with a teacher standing in the doorway. Oh, so probably. maybe if the doors closed, but you how can does, tell. How does that help if, like, your first day of school, you're trying to find your class? I know because all the doors are going to be open. Yeah, I don't know. It was silly. I'll have to ask um, my son that goes there. Maybe he knows. Yeah. Anyways, it's like my no son- wonder that I'd go to Spanish class and they were teaching math and <laughs> it's all my English class was about history and yeah he's really excited because he got into the school he wanted they should just make school easier and combine classes you could have today we're going to draw the history of math <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no well when I was a junior they had combined English and history I guess you could write about history. Well, you like read historic literature and to learn about the time it was written. You could combine PE and lunch. Health? <laughs> Health class? Sure. <laughs> Today we're going to try to hit each other with hockey pucks. Oh, I had that class. Then health. You get points for different areas of the body you hit. <laughs> and then for you, health, you know gonna, how to triage people. You're going right. to bandage your classmates. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, so T-Vidi has been asking for something for years. And I've A always divorce? put her off. No. <laughs> That's just recent. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I finally took, came home today. I was like, let's go buy you a trampoline. She's been wanting a trampoline. Um, they just got out of school. So she just had her first day off and her f- summer break from her job, which is cool because she still gets paychecks through oh, the school. Oh, really? Yeah. They prorate them throughout the – so you hmm. get them through the summer. That's cool. So I spent, and I don't know, an hour and a half this afternoon putting it together. I got complete to the point that – except for the safety stuff. I haven't put that on yet. Right. Oh, cool. so it's done. Yeah, so st- until St. Jimmy's kids come over, then I'll probably put the safety equipment on. Yeah, my kids are younger. Yeah. More likely to hurt themselves. There's, I mean, it says in the packaging, and there's all kinds of safety warnings, it's for one person at a time only. So that helps a lot as far as that. Yeah, you have some ammo to say one at a time. Yeah. Well, my family's really jealous. And... There weren't as I a, would really like to have one. It's a 14-foot one, so that's what 14-foot looks like. Okay. If you're looking. That's the biggest one they had at Walmart, which is where we bought it. Um, big shout-out to the guy that helped us take it out to the truck because the thing weighed a lot. Mm. It's all in a box. Even though it took them all to get to us, but it's not like they were short-staffed with their... Uh, for some reason, they're having their people that can work the pallet jack and move stuff around heavy. Mm-hmm. They had all but one of them working registers. I'm like... Hire more people. He's very friendly. He had good customer service. So oh, it was good. nice. Although we're contemplating while we're standing there waiting for someone to show up that we would go to Fred Meyer and buy one after <laughs> talking to the supervisor or the manager at the Walmart saying, you had our business until you wouldn't help us. But they kind of made up for it in the end. Hmm. I wonder how much they are there. Uh, Trampolines? We'll at Fred oh, Meyer. Fred Meyer. I, I was wondering if there was a big price difference. And then... I'm sunburned. 
I see that. Because I spent five days out on a golf course, or five hours oh, out on a golf course. I was going to say, what, did you get lost? It felt like it was five days. I'm I didn't see you all looking week. Looking for balls out in the woods. Um, I didn't play my best game. Well, I guess I played my best game at that course, because I beat my record there by a stroke. Mm-hmm. But on one, on a small par, par three, 115-yard par three, with the flag kind of hidden around the corner a little bit, I dropped it five feet from the flag. Wow, nice. And then sunk my putt nice. for a birdie. Oh, that must have felt good. What's funny is the guys I was playing with, we had a, actually six people playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they play par threes where whoever, if you get on the green, um, whoever's closest to the pin and can get at least par, everyone gives them a dollar. Hmm. But I don't play that because I'm never... I, I just give right. people dollars all the time. Well... I didn't take their money on that hole when mm-hmm. I could have because I got my birdie and I was the closest to the pin. Nice. It was awesome. Felt really good, though. It's always fun. Cool. And also part of hole. Hmm. I haven't been golfing in a long time. I finished up with a 10 on the last one, Ball which golfing, is not good. Is. A 10? Yeah, I went through the woods a couple times, had a really tough time hitting the ball all of a sudden. Hmm. I was hitting underneath the ball, so I was hitting all kinds of dirt ground, and then it was bad. It's bad. You golfing or digging a hole? Yeah, I feel like a farmer. <laughs> uh, Master Zed's got some big news. I do. You're moving. <laughs> I am. I actually had to get my microphone out of a box for tonight. <laughs> Sorry, so we're you unpack. Short notice. No, they're still in the old. Oh. We haven't moved. We move. Uh, we get the keys tomorrow. <laughs> oh, night. cool. I was thinking today or yesterday that you should be moving in soon my i've got a coworker that's closing on a house next month so i've been thinking about you moving I've been well we about it's been talk about um anticipation so we closed on the house at the end of may Whoa. but we the people needed to stay in it because they had a kid in school oh oh that's a better excuse um, than what we had happen to us so the people were really cool, um, and we wanted the house, and they wanted to get it sold to us. So it worked out, but I had to give Charlie power of attorney to close for me or to sign for me because I was in Burma. Oh. <laughs> well, we couldn't. Did you bring closed. any pythons back? No. Oh. Probably for the best. Did you accidentally bring any pythons back? Um. But, yeah, so we get the keys tomorrow, and Saturday we'll move in. So if you're not busy, hmm. could use the help. All of our help canceled. Uh-oh. Saturday. It's a special day. It's the day you get ready Maybe for, for Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, I think we still, we have one one guy coming, and most of our stuff, we don't have very much stuff that needs are you just moving in your pickup? Uh, we are getting a U-Haul. Oh, okay. Just to make it easy, so it's one one trip. trip. Smart. Hmm. Well, it'll technically be two trips because we are gonna move everything from the condo in a trip to the house, and then we have a storage unit. Are oh. you offering pizza? That yes. I said move. There was pizza. There I pizzas for whoever to do make the trip. 
Should we talk to our wives and go together? I'd have to be back for Sunday. But Tracy, do you want to go with us? Maybe uh, <laughs> Friday after work trip, come back Saturday night. That's really tempting. I know. Because you're getting your keys tomorrow, right? Yeah. So we can totally camp keys. out at your house. Just your new bring house. a sleeping mat and a bag. Yeah. Hmm. That's what we're going to just spend the night in the house, new house. You know, I will let you know tomorrow. But okay, I'm really tempted to go. Me too. All right. <laughs> so, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, we've had such a nightmare selling our condo. Really? So far, we've had two offers that we have accepted and you know it's taken taken off the market and had both of those them back out what first guy backed out after like four days what was the reasoning behind it just couldn't get financing or no it was the first guy evidently his realtor told our realtor after the fact that it was like the fifth or sixth place that he'd backed out of and just was really flaky and I think he technically used the HOA disclosure as the way to not pay any earnest money. Hmm. <laughs> and then the second guy, uh. I actually feel bad for him. He, it was, his offer was contingent on him selling his condo. Oh. But they had already had inspections and had the appraisal done and it was all good. And so he was just like, it was just waiting on stuff to close. So we figured that would be pretty low risk. Yeah. And the day before he was supposed to close, the people buying his backed out. Oh, that's harsh. It's probably the same guy that backed out of your first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He double got you. So we are, it's been back on the market for a week and then we had somebody look at it yesterday morning and they sent an offer to us at like five o'clock yesterday. And before we even had a chance to look at it, we got a text from our realtor saying that they'd withdrawn it. Oh, we're like, what? Why are you people what putting people offers do? in if they don't actually want to buy the thing? That doesn't make any sense. Spend any time. What the heck? Uh, yeah. So that's we're not getting, how I do business. Yeah. We're getting really tired of it. Yeah, I bet. But hopefully we can hopefully we can close soon. Cause it's going to be a pain to be paying two mortgage payments for yeah. a while. But so when you guys closed on your house you're buying, did they have the people come to your house to sign papers? Uh, no, we went to the uh, title company okay, or escrow people. Whoever the title company was that uh, we refinanced our mortgage, they came to our house, the lady, to have us sign papers. It was really nice. Yeah, it sounds nice. It was sweet. And that was her whole job is traveling around. She's a traveling closing agent. Hmm. And she travels all over the place. And she said she really likes her job. She gets to That's see cool. all the north or northwest Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she tries to stay away from Chad because there's some political upheaval there. Mm. Yeah. 
all of the preppy shirts have gotten too expensive for the people. <laughs> well, we're excited for you. The yeah, real estate cool. market Thanks. is crazy where we're at. I'm assuming it's probably similar. What down if they're there. just trying to hold their place in line by saying, "Well, if we don't put an offer in, what if someone beats us? We want that one." I guess, but they but knew. If you do that was... too many times, you're a realtor. You're gonna have problems. Yeah, I would think. I would hope. Yeah, I don't know. Our, well, we had somebody else look at it on Tuesday, and they it was some girl. She really liked it, and so she went back twice yesterday once to show her fiance and then once to bring her mom that sounds good and so we were expecting they were trying to get their financing pre-approval in order right so we're expecting to get an offer from them because they seem they came and looked at it three times i assume they liked it <laughs> yeah that sounds like a, a, a yeah. like because what house i live now we i think we came back twice to look at it the house we bought we walked in the front door and we're pretty much like okay we want this cool and then everything we looked at was just reaffirmed that we wanted it that's awesome so it was good yeah so I, to me I guess the part of finding a house is over which is the more stressful part and selling the condo it'll happen eventually yeah well we're happy for you thanks um oh so i was gonna tell a funny story about father's day okay since um i didn't get to it so i did not talk to our dad on father's day oh you were we lose i was out of town oh but we kind of have just a i don't know if he agrees with me or not but it seems like he doesn't like celebrating holidays yeah and so we talk on the phone this last year we talked for almost an hour i think on the phone wow during our birthday season, because our I, birthdays are two I days think apart. That's right. More that I've talked to him on the phone, like In, the totality of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we always talk around our birthdays. And so this last year, we ended up talking for a long time. Um, so I didn't this, call him because I figured he'd probably rather be left alone and enjoy <laughs> the holiday in solitude. Well, um, his favorite holiday is Columbus Day because he gets the day off work and he doesn't have to do anything. Yep, hey, there's no meals, bad. no presents. Yeah, you don't have to buy anything or go anywhere. Um, but I did go out to dinner with a dad. Oh, well. So I was, a, back dad? I was <laughs> down in California. Um, one of my coworkers named Kevin, We he invited me to go... Um, down to a his favorite racetrack down in Central California with our motorcycles I and do a track pictures. day out to motorcycles. Dude, that looked fun. And his dad lives fairly close. It was like a two-hour drive for him or something, so we met him halfway. And he has the same name as our dad. That's cool. <laughs> so, Kevin so Devin and, and Kevin and Phil for both dads. That's is, funny. It was really funny. I started laughing when he told me his name. 
<laughs> I had to explain myself because he was kind of confused. Why? My name's not good, flat, funny. You think I'm a clown? But, but unfortunately, my motorcycle's engine did not like the track day as much as I did. Was it really hot or something? It was really hot. It oh. was over 100 ambient temperature. Wow. So the track was probably 115 or something. Did you figure out what went wrong? Like what? Um, was it a no, bearing? No, not yet. Oh. it's My guess would be maybe a bearing. Yeah, I'm not maybe sure. Maybe it's a tumor. So, okay. So I, I'll explain to <laughs> you what happened. <laughs> okay. But because I don't quite know in what order things started going wrong. So I was going quickly around the racetrack as, as, as one would <laughs> um and i had there was no one in front of me and so i had just wide open track for like four laps and wow. i was just i was pushing it it was pretty hard it was my first track day but i was starting to kind of get the groove of things and so i was maintaining kind of the back section of the track you can do pretty much at full throttle through a couple turns. So it's probably three quarters of a mile at full throttle. Hmm. And so I was doing that. And right as I went to go around this corner, I let off or I was at like 14,000 RPMs. That would destroy my engine too. (laughs) It, I, it kind of stuttered a little bit right as I let off and then I gave it throttle because it felt funny when it stuttered mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure if it was me chopping the throttle too quickly or if it was actually stuttering and when I gave it a little gas it seemed to hesitate like it just was low on power huh. so I made the turn and then went to go accelerate to the next turn and it just seemed like it was not accelerating as quickly as it should Hmm. and then by time i got to the corner i could it felt funny um so i decided to get off the track you know take the next exit back in the pits and when i slowed down in the pit lane it i could hear like valve ticking noise yeah and how does it i don't even know how the timing on a motorcycle engine works it's got a timing chain oh okay makes sense um Hmm. so i started making kind of a valve noise and then the as i was getting driving back i was kind of like babying it getting it back to our paddock And right before I got there, my temperature light came on and I looked at my temperature and it was at like 250 degrees. Oh, yikes. And I was like, holy crap. So I killed the engine too high. Huh? It's at least 50 too high. What does it normally run at? Uh, My fan kicks on at 220. Oh, okay. That's a lot. (laughs) So it's not too high. And the light comes on at 251 or something. And so it had just, so by time, the highest I got was like 255, and then I turned the engine off, 
and let it cool down. Um, so I don't know if it overheated, if it was like running too hot uh, I don't before, know. or if it something, if it didn't have enough oil or something. Yeah, or maybe and the oil got too overheated. Viscous. Too uh, viscous. Yeah. At the high temperature. Huh. So are you going to take it apart yourself? Or are you going to uh, Yeah, I think so. Cool. There's a... Uh, I guess it can kind of make that valve sound with... Um, there's a... The cam chain has a tensioner on it. Mm-hmm. And if that ten- that tensioner can go bad... Is it hydraulic temp- tensioner? It's mechanical. Oh, okay, spring or something. Yeah. Hmm. So that spring can wear out. And it yeah. has... The bike has 30,000 miles on it. Oh, that's more than mine has. So, um... I got a new tensioner. It was relatively cheap. So I'm going to change the oil and change the tensioner and see if it's still there. And then if it is, I'm going to tear it down. Cool. But well, it was fun still. And yeah. then my buddy that I was with crashed at about 100 miles an hour. Ooh. You okay? And, yeah. Okay. He, uh, his gear did its job. He rode the bike off the back to the pits. Hmm. It just broke a foot peg off. Oh. And, so uh, was he done riding was... after that? Yeah, just because of the bike, because it didn't have a foot peg, he yeah. couldn't get it. Right. Yeah. Well, last week I mentioned that I almost laid my bike down on the yeah when it, in the in the wet in the rain. You've seen my tires. <clears throat> they're yeah. I don't know pretty if... bad. Yeah. When they're slick, unless they're meant to be slick, <laughs> I, I think know. they're and even they're then, not, not meant for water, the not soft rubber like and i'm pretty sure the racing slicks aren't meant for wet Water, either yeah. yeah they put different tires on when it's wet Thank you. 
almost feel like we've been going long enough. We should just skip nerdiculture. Let's do it. How do you feel about that, Master Zed? I'm fine with it because I don't remember what the topic was you told okay. me. Okay. I'm gonna um, say no. All right. Uh, no, it's the answer to the question that nerdiculture oh, was gonna be. Okay. Well, that's oh that yeah conundrum. I agree. I think it's other reasons. <laughs> Is that confusing enough for the audience? Sure. All right. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. All right, let's do some technology. All right. So the most common battery used in electronics right now is lithium ion. And there is such a thing as a lithium sulfur battery. And it's supposed to be cheaper because sulfur is really cheap. They basically said it's practically free. But the problem with sulfur is is that it's so reactive that it, the battery doesn't last very long. Mm. The sulfur breaks down. So these guys at it's Berkeley... Premature electrocution? Yes. Uh, these guys at Berkeley Lab, um, they took a, a substance called carrageenan. It, they get it out of red seaweed. And they... <clears throat> They use it a lot in, like, plastics and stuff as a stabilizer. And they were just like, well, let's try putting mixing this in with the sulfur and see how that makes it last. And they said it made it last way longer. And so... Longer than sulfur or longer than uh, lithium-ion? Longer than the sulfur. And similar to the lithium-ion. Oh, okay. Um, it has... it. So the battery w if has a higher energy capacity than lithium ion so for the same size of battery with the lithium sulfur you your battery will last longer and then it will also have you know this the thousands of recharge cycles that you expect from your lithium ion battery without it breaking apart so i thought that was pretty cool especially if they can get it to production and start yeah, so this is just done in a lab. They they already, you know, people already make lithium sulfur batteries. It's just adding this, this yeah. one part into the the manufacturing that so it seems so, to me like it would be easy to do. I think that'd be cool for like like electric cars too, right? Yeah, it would work in electric cars cuz then you could get the price of batteries even cheaper. Yeah, and, and you could have more distance if you have more energy capacity exactly. per size. I actually saw there. You know, the, there's people that do get really crazy miles per gallon by the way they drive. Yeah, hypermiler. Hypermiling. Yeah. Some hypermilers took on the Tesla, and they got 500 miles. Oh. On a charge, just by driving differently. On a track. Wow. And the normal's like and three something, at, right? At, three it was funny. It was like this, someone tweeted out the yeah. story. Elon Musk responded to the story and said, with the right tires, you could probably get 500 kilometers. No, it was 1,000 kilometers. 1,000 kilometers, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think it's funny when Elon just tweets at people and probably like freaking out. Yeah. Elon Musk is tweeting. I read a couple articles with him in it to do today, but neither of them really tickled me that well. One of Well, one of them was just like, it was a non-article. They were like... A narnicle? We, yeah, a narnicle. It was like, we heard about this thing Elon Musk wants to do. We don't have any information, but here's what we think it could be. <laughs> oh, come on. Like, are you kidding me? That's the second week in a row that's happened to me. 
not with Elon, but with that type of article. But it was That's saying that he annoying. wants to start his own music streaming service. It just plays songs he wrote. No, <laughs> it would. They're well. See, they didn't even have any information. But they said he's already been talking to labels about getting music for streaming. So they didn't know if it was just going to be for in the car or if anybody could sign up for There's it. There's this new YouTube YouTube album, but it's only preloaded on the Tesla's <laughs> car. Uh, the other one was talking about... It, the other one was actually pretty negative, and I thought they were not uh, justified in their negativity, but he was talking recently about wanting to colonize Mars. Yeah. And they were using, like, quotes out of his thing he wrote about it, and one of them was like... He kind of just glosses over, yeah, it's pretty cold there, but... If you can, you know, condense the atmosphere, you can grow plants in it. And the article author was like, kind of cold. It's, you know, zero degrees at the hottest and zero degrees Celsius, which, and it gets down to like minus 60. And then how are you going to pressurize the atmosphere? That's I'm like, he's obviously talking about inside a structure. Come on. And then they were like. Well, even if you did thicken the atmosphere up, the solar wind will just blast it off because it doesn't have a, you know, it's just like, we know how to make a, you know, we've talked about the artificial magnetic field and all that. And then I guess he also talked about using like Enceladus and some of the other possible habitable places as basically gas stations, fuel depots, because you can make fuel rocket fuel out of the atmosphere there and they were like oh you want to turn these places that might harbor life into gas stations it's like oh my god what is your problem so i didn't do that one well see our nerdiculture maybe that's <laughs> was it YouTube? they won't <laughs> they won't see our nerdiculture no they won't uh but batteries are cool i think the better batteries get, the... Do you mean batteries? Batteries. The better they get, the closer we get to getting off of, you know, fossil fuels and into more solar and wind power. When I get a house, I want a Tesla power wall. And the tiles. The roof tiles. And the roof tiles. I would be happy. And a Model S. In the garage. Oh, Yeah. I'll just have a Tesla house. So it must be annoying if you're a, a car company and every death in your vehicle gets national news. Yeah. But it's in the news. I mean... At least this one was like... The car gave multiple warnings for the driver to return his hands to the wheel. <laughs> uh, somebody has to pioneer this stuff. And... There's gonna be things that go wrong. When yeah, but you don't don't you know that uh, safety uh, your goal should be zero incidents. Okay, that can be your goal, but <laughs> so the if, cost of achieving zero is cost prohibitive. So if somebody had died on the Mayflower, they should have just turned around, gone back, mm-hmm. like yeah. <sighs> We're so risk averse nowadays. Yeah, it's. Crazy. Well, and the news is just hungry for stories. It's like there's so many 
<laughs> news there, sites that there's not enough news to go around. So I know now they're so, writing stories about what this thing have no no information on. Mikey. I heard Elon Musk was talking to to music labels. Let's write an article. It's like you don't even know why. Uh, anyways, that's technology. Awesome. Now the news. So a 19-year-old woman in Washington was not getting her meal fast enough at a fast food restaurant. And she thought that her her drink was, was late at the drive-thru window. And then she claimed that there was something in her drink. And then the last straw, or the last nugget, I guess I should say. Because they shorted her a chicken nugget. Oh boy. So what do you do with that situation? You probably drive through the door, nope. maybe. If it was me, I no. would just not. I would just leave and never go back. Obviously, go you back. pull your gat and <laughs> you throw bran- the people in the. You brandish the your weapon. You brandish your weapon, which then gets you charged uh, with assault. Yes, and uh, seventy-five thousand dollar bail. Assault with a deadly weapon. Right, so you go to jail. Nice. The seventy-five thousand dollar bail. It reminds me of Super Troopers. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes, that's a hilarious movie. Yes. And I, heard I want a liter of cola. <laughs> Need a liter of cola for a cop or a burger for a cop? <laughs> Why did you say a cop? Are you going to do something? Are you going to spit it? it? <laughs> Can I get a burger with no spit? <laughs> uh, uh, I love that movie. It's funny. <laughs> so I can't believe people. The anti gun people probably just love stories like this. I guess. I don't know. It's like, they're trying to take guns away from people, and you're going to be an idiot with one? It's like the guy that near us that shot himself on accident recently. It's a guy... There's people around here that open carry, so they'll be, like, walking down the street with an AR-15 on their back, or, you know, or a gun in their front of their pants or something. something. Yeah. Which is fine for me, but people around here freak out about it. That's why they do it. And one of them shot themselves on accident. To death? A couple weeks ago. No, just like in the oh, leg. Or was it? It's only a flesh wound. Well, was he a football they player? should, no. going by the same logic, you should ban pocket knives. I know, I've had mine come open in my pocket before on accident. Well, and I in, cut my finger. 
in Portland, there was a guy on our light rail that stabbed three people and killed two of them with a pocket knife. <sighs> which that made national news because we should uh, make yeah. light rail illegal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I've cut myself with my own pocket knife before. It doesn't mean I don't use it properly. I've brandished a rose bush at Master's Ed. <laughs> so, yeah, the pocket knife thing is like, at work, we're only allowed to have a blade a certain length. Except for, yeah, I have a blade that... It's like, okay, but then they give you one pocket knife, yeah. to use as a tool. And the other thing is like, I could do probably more damage to someone with a screwdriver than with my the dull knife I have in my pocket. I don't drink. Well, so I have a <laughs> I have a little two inch blade pocket knife that I carry, and usually what I use it for most often is to clean out under my fingernails. Oh, is that to stab people? Uh, that's probably down on the list okay. quite a ways. It's probably good, but I just always have it with me. And we went to Zach's graduation, and the line wraps around the whole building because there's like 5,000 people there. And we get up to the front doors and there's metal detectors and security. And somebody's going, if you have a pocket knife, return it to your car. And I'm like, great. That's like a mile round trip. So I kind of just watched. I figured if they said anything, I would just throw it in the garbage cans they had there. Because it's, it's not a nice knife by any means. I was watching and they just had you empty your pockets and hold everything from your pockets in your hands and walk through the metal detector and somebody just kind of was watching two metal detectors and then you would just go on. So I was like, oh, I can get this knife in there easy. I could have <laughs> left it in my pocket probably. Yeah, probably been but fine. I just put it with my keys and I had my keys and wallet in one hand and both my phones in the other hand with my earbuds and I walked through and put it back in my pockets and I had contraband in the <gasps> it wasn't like it was at a school it was at an arena right so I was like whatever it's not like I'm going to graduation to stab someone <laughs> well usually. you don't know what you're going to do when you get there well you had to have yeah. a ticket to get in so it's not like what if someone made you angry though somebody was going <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's my solution uh, so that I could have done more damage similar. with my keys than with the knife. Sounds pretty similar to the security I experienced in Burma. <laughs> there was metal detectors and x-ray machines at the hotel and at the mall. And pretty much any like big shopping center had metal detectors. Oh. But so at the the mall and is where I ate dinner every night because right across the street from my hotel and they had like 30 different restaurants there so you could try a bunch of different stuff that's cool um but the it was that where it's like just a metal detector and someone's standing there and so you take stuff out of your pockets walk through the thing goes off and then they wave you through right it's more there to make somebody that is being nefarious to go, ooh, I don't want to get caught and go somewhere else. So even better was at the hotel, they had an x-ray machine as well as a metal detector. Oh. But we found, we figured out after the first day that 
if you just walked straight to the door and went in, they wouldn't stop you. (laughs) So we would just, we were like, screw this. So we just started just walking past the guy. And usually the, you know, he was like sitting kind of in the shade. Yeah. It was really hot. So he'd be sitting in the shade. And then when you'd see you walking up, he'd like stand up and turn the machine on. (laughs) And so we would pretty much get to the machine at about the same time. And so you just keep walking and he just <laughs> goes and turns around and sat back down. <laughs> uh, my goal would be that by the time I left, when he saw me, I, he wouldn't even get up. Yeah, he it was it was funny. But the there was other people that would go through the screening. Yeah. So it was like not everyone figured out that you could just skip it. <laughs> So he probably really was like just there for shows. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty funny. And then the airport, you had to go through a metal detector and x-ray machine at the door to get in. Oh, but it wasn't the actual security. So you had to go through another one. Yeah. So you had to go through another one to get to your gate and they were more thorough because I had there was this um electrolyte drink that was in our mini bar it was Uh like pretty much gatorade but it was called uh pokari sweat Ooh, who's pokari yeah it was that's the name of the guy that was the keeper of the rancor yeah (laughs) that's his name you're drinking his sweat (laughs) that's probably i wonder if that's where it's from because i was trying to figure out what that name was from Oh, well, he was just making that up, but... Oh, that'd be funny. That would be funny. It's that Gamorrean guard from... Well, did you ever watch uh, <laughs> Futurama? Uh, i soda. The drink Slurm, and they go to the factory, and they find out that it's actually coming out of this big caterpillar creature. <laughs> but they're so addicted to it, they can't stop drinking it. <laughs> well, so we had gotten these Picari sweat cans, and we are drinking them every day just because they tasted good and uh i got to the airport and forgot that i'd grabbed one when we left the hotel mm-hmm. and had it in my bag and it went through security fine when we got there and i was like oh sweet maybe they don't have the fluid restrictions here right I did not make it through the, the, <laughs> the second one. set of security with it. So there's my uh, coworker that I was with took was taking video and pictures of me having to chug this can of <laughs> Bacari sweat at the second nice. checkpoint. I got him back in Korea when his his uh, we took a rebar detector with us, hmm. and he made it all the way till our drive our flight home our second flight layer second leg of the flight home before they had him go through his bag and tell him what the heck this <laughs> what is electronic this equipment was nice yeah so i got pictures of that when i flew to the philippines one of the guys i flew with we were gonna be there for two years and so this guy I was with brought like 12 cans of shaving cream because he didn't know he was told that he wouldn't be able to get the same type of stuff there. And we made it all the way to Hong Kong. And in the Hong Kong airport, they 
pulled him out of line when he went to get on the plane, brought him down in this little van on the tarmac with like armed guards with his suitcase. And he's like sweating bullets at this point. <laughs> and none of them spoke English. They just like kind of gestured, like open it. And he opens it and they like point at the cans and he pulls them out and they like take them from him, close the suitcase up and bring him back to the terminal. <laughs> he's like, I was like, dude, where were you? He's like, uh, uh, I, yeah. Some Chinese guys are shaving for a couple of yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had brought enough razors, just like the disposable or, you know, the, you have the handle, but you swap the out cartridges. the cartridge. Yeah. So I'd brought enough cartridges for two years, but I only ended up being there about a year and two months. So I had a bunch left when I came back and I was over there during nine 11. And so security ch- had changed while I was there. So when I was coming back, I checked my luggage and then I had my carry on and it was too heavy. So they had to take me down underneath the airport so that I could take stuff out of my carry on and put it in my other <laughs> luggage. Weird. So then I get back up there to and put it through security and they notice that my carry-on has a bunch of razor cartridges in it and they're like oh we'll just gate check this for you but there's so like they ended safety up razors right or yeah but you still can't have them i guess so they ended up checking that you bag. might shave someone to death yes <laughs> they ended up checking that bag anyways so it was hilarious <laughs> that's funny i've had um i flew one time and my bag was like two pound or two or three pounds too heavy mm-hmm. and so i just took out like a sweatshirt and put a, or put another shirt on and then put a sweatshirt on <laughs> and like i think i had a pair of gloves or something so i like, put the took the gloves out and put them in my pockets and then went through and they're like yep how stupid is that and because then you take them still... off and put them back in your luggage what do you get to get back to before you get on the right. plane I think it was for a checked, checked bag. Oh, it was oh, it's too okay. heavy for a checked bag. But it's still going to be on the plane. I know. <laughs> right. It doesn't make any sense. It's uh, like rules. The appearance of security without actual security. Yes. The appearance of safety without actual safety. Well, I mean, the person at the desk doesn't really care. They just have rules to follow. Right. And Well, and I'm sure if I was getting close to the personal limit for what your person can weigh and then my bag also well, weighed too much maybe you just need to put you and your bag on the thing and you have a total weight you can have yeah right that That's would make more sense and then have like a little table set up where you could consign your goods to sell <laughs> <laughs> uh, or you find some skinny guy that only has one small bag no and... because they ask you did someone give you th- oh, something that's to carry true. on the plane dang it you gotta bring a skinny guy with, with you, you. Yeah. No, okay. Well, if you want to support the Engineering oh, Show... Oh, that's the news. <laughs> uh, tell a friend about it. That's going to help us out the most, probably. Mouth of word. Word.
consumption. Has anybody been watching anything interesting lately? Barely. Have you been... Mm. Oh, you're saying that because no. you have 12 items on your list? Is there 12? I was, I was trying to see if one of them three lines. had bears in it. One, two, three, pun, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight, two. So the first nine, one ten, I heard nine, about from four. Master Zed, and I'm really enjoying... 14. The podcast history of English. Yeah, I'm, I like I've that listened too. to three episodes. It's really yeah. interesting. It's, it is. I had no idea. But well, like he was talking about, yeah, in the in the two hundred most commonly used English words, one hundred eighty three of them are Germanic. So that's why English is considered a Germanic language. But if you look at the dictionary. Like eighty percent of the words in there are Latin based, but they don't get used as often as the core words that are really English. All those other words are borrowed. So, yeah, it's cool. It starts off talking about the Proto-Indo-European language that you know started in like Iran or somewhere, and how that relates to all the modern languages. It's pretty cool there's an entire episode on the letter c and the sound shift that happened during like a certain period oh of I time i love it when he reads something in like middle english or old english and he does like the right vowel pronunciation yeah it's pretty cool yep that's pretty much what i've been listening to yeah, so that's so, my consumption. <laughs> so thanks for turning me on to that. I've been yeah. enjoying it. And I've on DVD's recommendation, I watched Terminator Genesis. It was it's really good. good. Isn't it? I would say though that you do need to be familiar with the first one. Do you? Yes. That makes it more enjoyable. It would not make sense if you weren't familiar with the first one. But I don't okay. feel like the later ones really you need to have no. seen them. Mm-mm. So, uh, basically, it starts off in the time, in the future, and it, the year 2000. it follows Kyle Reese, who is the person that came back in the original Terminator to save Sarah Connor from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And uh, starts off telling him, like, as a kid and then as an adult right when he's being, you know, the time when he's being sent back. But when he gets sent back, stuff is different because in the somebody changed stuff that happened before he went back. And so it's the same time as the original, but different things are happening. And there's right. other Terminators there, and it's really good. So I recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's got to be top three, at least, as far as Terminator, Terminator movies. movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's, what, five? Yeah. Yeah. I think I like it second my best, or second favorite. Terminator 2, or T2 is... I really like T2. I it's like hard to uh, beat that. Robert Patrick a lot. Yeah, he's good. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's all I've got. We've been all right. Oh, I did watch a couple movies. I watched uh, Ocean's Eleven and hey, Ocean's me Twelve. Too. 
I haven't watched Ocean's 12 yet, but I actually watched it with my son, middle son. And uh, he, th- he thought it was good, too. Yeah, I was cruising through and trying to find something to watch and saw it on Amazon Prime. And so I watched it and then it showed up in the recommended for Ocean's 12. And then I went to watch Ocean's 13 and that one you had to rent and pay for. Oh, so I don't think I've I seen stopped. 13. I don't think I, I don't know if I have either. I wasn't impressed with 12, so I was just like, eh. I don't think I saw 13 either. Is that the one with all girls? Women? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in was, New York? It was, uh, what was her name? Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Does she just not work well with men? Is that why all of her movies are, are all women? <laughs> are they? I don't think I've... I haven't seen many of her Actually, movies. Actually, she was in one that I saw that... You're just... <laughs> I know. I'm Applying Ghostbusters to everything. I'm overly sensitive. There's, yeah. Anyway, you hate women. Okay, we got that. So uh, what there is a Jason Statham was in Ocean's movie. Eight on IMDb. That's all women. That is uh, says post in post production 2018, and it has Matt Damon, and then all of the other actors are women. <laughs> <laughs> they are doing it. I told you. That's funny. Uh, Apparently, they could only find eight though, because they're like, we need. That's the problem. We need is... ten, ten women for this. Uh... Well, we got Matt Damon. <laughs> He's almost like a woman, right? No, he was gonna be the eleventh. <laughs> oh. Or I guess they'd be up to fourteen. So they yeah. need thirteen women. I don't know. And they're like, no, if we put thirteen women in a room together. It's just going to turn into a cat fight. I don't know. I personally like women, so I have to disagree with both of you. I don't know, I've seen some like debunking videos showing like women in fight scenes. And these aren't women that have superpowers. These are just like an average 110-pound woman you know, doing a front kick and knocking some guy back six feet. That outweighs her by 100 pounds, probably. Hmm. Yeah, probably not likely. No, in fact, they showed it. The guy I was watching his YouTube video, and he had his producer, who was a smaller dude, try to do it. Mm-hmm. It didn't move at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you know, getting Technique. shot with a pistol also makes you fly backwards. Not really. but So, not that I've tried it, but. At a certain point, you should start having some male, good male characters, too. Why don't we just have both? Why don't we just not overcorrect and just... Just get the best person for each part. There you go. So have you watched anything besides Ocean's Eleven? Yes, I've seen lots of things. Oh, <laughs> do tell. So the first one um, I watched is called Genesis. Is it history? Terminator Genesis? No, Oh, like the Bible oh, Genesis. I was hoping it was a Star Trek reference. Um, no, so even if you're an atheist or someone not of faith, I think you should experience scientists that don't go along with the status quo as to how they believe. Okay. And uh, some of their points they make are, they have some good points. Um, so is it I history? <laughs> a lot of people on the show said yes. Oh, okay. Um, and they have good reasons. One of the, one of the inter- most interesting things I'd never thought of before was like it's interesting how our planet has a moon that 
just happens to be the exact size and distance from our planet so that it can cover up perfectly the sun. Well, the sun and moon actually vary in apparent size based on how... Because they're not perfectly circular orbits. Right. So there's some overlap there, but you do get eclipses where it doesn't fully cover it or but it more than covers it. A full total eclipse. And that's just total right eclipse. now because the moon used to be closer and it will eventually be further. So we happen to be living in a period in history where they overlap. Well, if you base ranges on, overlap. Well, yeah, if you disagree with their idea that creation happened a lot sooner than and they actually de- try to, you know, have some scientific argument with the way people carbon date things. Hmm. So it's interesting. Well, carbon dating is not the only dating right. method, though. But based on geology, there right. a lot of people have good arguments. So anyways, it's interesting to watch and have things you've been taught all through school questioned by people <laughs> that have high degrees. And it is good to hear different points of view. Yes. Have your mind opened. Even if they're silly. Um, I somebody does agree that uh, science is for a lot of people is religion and it goes beyond their ability to actually prove things right Um, are they going to do Exodus next I don't know Leviticus is it history (laughs) (laughs) but one point someone made was they've gotten a lot of religious people to you know think of Genesis which has a lot of the main Bible story part including the flood yeah, that's if a lot you of your Bible discount that as not being history, then it everything else is not on a very good footing. Hmm. So it's a tactic to undercut. Did religion. Gomer actually beget Jed? I don't know. I hmm. don't think he gets the numbers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one I watched was an anime, I think, called Gantz O. You don't know if it's anime? Well, I'm not sure what could, it's. It's a cartoon that's dubbed. Japanese, but I don't know if there's what the exact set, definition right. of anime is. Because the characters looked human, they didn't have ultra oversized features. Right. So I don't. We'll. Uh, I'm gonna look I'm not it up on Wikipedia know. and see if it calls it an anime. Okay. Um, so it's really interesting. It's uh, basically there's monsters in different cities in Tokyo. They're released. And fighting them are people that have died and kind of been brought back. But they have these suits they wear. Um, but apparently if they get a, a high enough score, so to score like a video game, if they get a high enough score, then they have options. And one of them is to return their life. Hmm. Um, the other one is to upgrade weapons as you go. <laughs> Some people like being in that situation, so choose the weapons. Right, or we can have somebody that's died be reincarnated and re- or re brought back. Hmm. So it's a, I like it. It was really good. Um, you do have to read the movie. So Wikipedia calls it a CGI anime science well, fiction there you go. action film. So I watched an anime movie, which means I'm going to plunge my um, <laughs> recommended from Netflix into the anime zone again. Yes. Every time I watch one, it like overdoes it a little bit. Um, then I watched the MST3K. Avalanche? Have you seen that this one? Is, no, this is the new one with Jonah. Ray. Yeah. I've only seen the one that we I watched together. I think it's together. episode three. I have been watching the older ones, though. I've seen a bunch of those. I gave up watching it with you guys because we watched one, and then it never came over to watch anymore. 
Well, I'll try to... Uh, I can't guarantee that I'll catch up in time. <laughs> okay. So we might just have to watch them separate. It's good. It's got Rock Hudson in it and... Uh, oh, what's her name? Anyway, if you like watching uh, old school, like, 70s sexism, it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Certain yeah. people, you do root for the avalanche a little bit. <laughs> and you want to show up quicker. Like, come on, bury that guy. Yeah. I just the watched, commentary's good. I just watched Puma Man. <laughs> Puma Man? It was really bad. It had, so, oh, it had a guy in it, though, that, uh, what was his name? I'll recognize it as soon as I see it. Uh, he's bald. Donald Pleasance. <laughs> okay. Puma Man. He's from Halloween. Yeah, he looks familiar. The Great Escape. Escape from New York. He was in. I think he was the president. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. It was really bad. And really funny. So, um... I watched one of my National Lampoon movies, mm-hmm. the original Vacation. Oh, yes. Chevy Wally Chase. World. Yes. Um, the part where he gets pulled over by the cop when he had the dog hooked to the back bumper. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's I haven't seen that in a long it's, time. It's pretty funny. Um, but I have all of them, including the new one, hmm. on that, like, all stacked the, yeah. the case. And I can't wait to watch the uh, Police Academy movies. I haven't yeah, seen those in a long time. I haven't seen those since I was a, probably not a teenager yet. Yes. And you watched it, the TBS version, so yes. it's going to be interesting to see yeah, it'll the, be interesting. the real version. Um, That's true. And let's see. Oh, yeah, I watched, uh, I rented from Amazon, John Wick 2. Is that good? It's very good. I like the first one. It's not as good as the first one, but it's solid. It's okay. really good. I'm down. I was reading a review, and someone's like, it didn't have a, a plot. I'm like... Yeah, it did. People... He's shooting people. Yeah, the plot is he shoots people. Yeah, what do you want? What's the problem? I, uh, I think Keanu Reeves is really good at it. He does a good job. Um, it's very well done. I like Keanu. And then I jumped back into Uncharted 4. Oh. Which I haven't played in like six months. Yeah. And apparently when I stopped playing it, I was in kind of a difficult position. <laughs> where you're supposed to be like taking these people out discreetly so you can hide in tall grass and then you can grab people and pull them off oh. I couldn't remember how to do any of those moves so I ended up just, <laughs> just shooting everybody Rambo. yeah it took a couple times to be, I probably died eight times before I finally got past no, that's not too bad then I got into this section where you're solving puzzles stuff and you get like a you can actually grappling hook stuff now oh interesting so it adds a little more challenge Man, there's I some spots where you jump down onto a place and it like you're on like slidey rocks Mm-hmm. So you're sliding down the slope towards something. If you fall off the end, then you have to jump off it at the right time, or oh, or uh, grapple, grapple something. Grapple, That's really grapple. well done. I, I like, like it. those games. You should come over and play it sometime. Yeah, it'd be fun. For show. Um, let's see where are we at. Oh yeah, I watched a another thing on Amazon. Boggy Creek. It's a documentary about the Boggy Creek monster. Oh, it's like a cryptid. Yeah, so there's this town. I can't remember the town is. It's like a four-letter word. Uh, no. <laughs> we could say it, but we'd have to bleep it. Anyways, a town that has had uh, problem or 
It's got Boggy Creek in it. It's in Arkansas, I think. But before the movie in the 70s came out called Boggy Creek Monster, you know, there had been reports of things. Um, which got the guy that did this documentary kind of interested in this kind of deal. So as it goes through and talks to, or talks to all the people that actually experienced things with the Boggy Creek Monster. Yeah. There's kind of a the part of the movie or what the movie's made on is something that actually happened. There's a family in their house. Oh, there it is. It's a five-letter word. But it's close to a four-letter word. <laughs> yeah, it's like Fook or Fauk. Yeah. F-O-U-K-E. Um, but apparently one part, the monster, it's kind of like Bigfoot, reaches through a window and like grabs a girl uh-huh. or whatever, and the people are shooting at it. And It's a documentary? Well, there's a documentary that's about the monster, but it goes. It talks about the movie. Okay. That's from 2017. No, 1972. 1972. <laughs> I had the numbers in there. There's wrong Rated spot. G? Yeah. Huh. I think it's 4.9 on, on 10 IMDb. on IMDb. I want to watch it now. Although it seems like it be scary. Uh, um, it can't be that scary if it's G. But I didn't realize that all the way that up in Arkansas, they still had, like, swamps and stuff, I guess. Hmm. But, um... It's a very rural area. There's lots of places for, you know, to, and there's lots of stuff to support life out there. Right. There's pumas and jaguars live out there. And hmm. What about Puma Man? Puma Man probably is out there. Yeah. Bigfoot's best friend. So that's interesting. You can check that out. Hmm. I watched Ocean's Lemon. We talked about that. I watched or I read another movie called Swordmaster on Netflix. It's a, not an anime Live, it's live action, action. but uh, not subtitled. Subtitled, yep. Okay. Um, there was a couple of English words in there. It's weird <laughs> when that happens. Like, oh, um, yeah. it was good. I liked it. It has a typical Asian ending where you die, but you die honorably. Right. So, if you don't mind your main character dying at the end, it's really good. It's got good action movie or action sequences. That's kind of There's how the really story confusing. of my life goes, too. There's two characters. And one of them had, like, I thought was, like, just face paint on during part of it. And I found out that his rival had been had died before he got to him to fight. So he hmm. couldn't... He basically just threw a sword in the lake and just... Was going to go... Just hang out at some place before to die or whatever. And then it showed this other guy that all of a sudden showed up at, like, this um, brothel that he was ending up going to be a security for and I thought it was that guy minus the face paint but it was not it was oh. totally another character and then I realized later I was like oh well, that makes way more sense <laughs> so I was confused uh, they didn't set it up very well yeah I didn't quite get it which maybe it's because I was trying to read the movie and right. I, could, I wasn't paying enough attention to the character yeah but I, I recommend that. it it's good and then last night I watched it's been on my recommended for a long time, and it's not very long. It's maybe 45 minutes, but it's called Kung Fury. I do not think I've seen this. It is silly and ridiculous. Not for kids, but... <laughs> it starts out with, like, uh, this fight scene out of the city, and then all of a sudden this arcade machine, like, comes alive and starts doing Kung Fu on people, and then Kung Fury's a police officer that gets hit by lightning when he's near a kung fu master and it gives him 
makes him Kung Fury, so he's like the best Kung Fu artist in the world. Okay. <laughs> so, here's the, the description. You've got to see it, though. It's so good. 2015 English-language Swedish martial arts action comedy short <laughs> film. It's so good. It's only 31 minutes. Check it out. It's wow. so worth it. And that's on Netflix? Yes. I might check it out just because it's so oh, short. So he's a cop and his partner dies or whatever. So he gets a new partner. His partner is Triceracop. <laughs> that's a dinosaur. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. This is weird. We I almost want to watch it with you. Um, <laughs> Triceracop. It's so good. That's funny. All right. Um, almost done. Oh, I watched the uh, Canadian version of Cops. It's called Under Arrest. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I watched four episodes. You hear a lot of uh, mispronunciations of O's. A boot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they seem to have a drug problem there. One of the, the episodes, they showed up at this call, this guy named, I think it was Matt. But they knew Matt because he would occasionally, you know, get high on LSD or something. So he's running around a neighborhood completely naked, like banging on people's doors, trying to let them, give them to let them in. And just causing havoc in this neighborhood, running around naked. Oh, he's a large man. dude and not like overweight, but like muscular. Hmm. So if you wanted to, you could probably cause some damage. Oh, man. But they're like... They're trying to talk him down. The whole time they've they've got him like I think they they cuffed him waiting for the ambulance, trying to to restrain him. Right. And he's like just yelling at the house like, Help me, help me <laughs> And then at a certain point he just starts describing like this guy's got a watch. This guy's watch is red and blue. And as they're putting the ambulance, I've been going into ambulance The ambulance number is one four three two. Like uh. Matt just calmed down. Help, they're trying to kill me. That's so mad. <laughs> so, it might be episode three or four. Um, it's pretty funny. I would check it out. It's on Netflix, I think. It's called Under Arrest. Uh, There's five seasons. I was watching it while Minecrafting the other day. It was just making me laugh. It's hilarious. It's very funny. Um, the next one is The Truth Behind Atlantis. Ooh. The Truth Behind Atlantis is probably that it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of cities that have I mean been lost into water yeah but their big thing was this roadway that apparently or supposedly that's by the Bahamas that looks like oh I've yeah I've heard that theory that there's geologists like that's just a natural formation well, they always say nothing like this could be made in nature it's like actually nature makes stuff like that yeah. all the time <laughs> um it was Plato or something that first mentioned yeah, it was. And he knew about the, this place in the Bahamas? That, well, he said that... Uh, well, he claimed that what he was talking about, Atlantis, was from a thousand years before him. Right. That's a long time. What was a thousand years before now? Uh, Battle was... of Hastings, 1066? That was yeah. a long time ago. Anyway, there's some guys who are really excited, and they did the other side of... These guys are insane. They're stupid. Yeah. At one point, they were really excited because they found this limestone stuff that didn't belong where I mean, where they found it. You don't find it here. Well, it turned out, instead of being thousands of years old, it was 100 years old, maybe. <laughs> and they, when they were building a lot of stuff on the islands of the Bahamas, that's what they were building out of. Right. And so they probably had a ship sink that had... Or somebody's like, oh, we don't need building this Building materials. Piece. Oh, just throw it overboard. 
Um, so it's funny. It makes me wonder if in like a thousand years, people will be like, oh yeah, they used to have wizards. Like there was this one named Harry Potter. He was uh, maybe about a thousand years, but it depends on how the, our civilization goes. I would yeah, suppose. If, if, yeah, if they it makes know it a thousand about years. Harry Potter, maybe 200 years or something. But it's kind of clickbait, but for a movie, because it leads you to believe that, oh, we found Atlantis. No. <laughs> no, they did not. Well, they talked about different islands, and some people believe it's this island, but then you go back to what he described, and it was like 20 times bigger than what this island is. Yeah. It was only partially lost to the ocean. Right. Well, then they're showing, like, people believing that this Atlantis had, like, they had flying cars and there's all kinds of that it's a graphic representation right. of what people think it was. It was, it was like, like, and they lost their wait, they lost their civilization because their land mass sunk, right? So, what all their technology, none of it floated. Uh, you know, they, you live on an island, you don't have any boats. They, they had only sinky technology. Oh my goodness, that's some bad technology. Yeah, let me guess. They also taught the Egyptians how to build pyramids. Oh, yeah. I think Atlantis was made by aliens. Actually, it's an unsuccessful Bigfoot colony. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Then I watched Catwoman. I I bet you could bluff your way onto a show like that. I probably could. (laughs) I bet, I I think Paul talked about watching Catwoman. Yeah. Or I watched it a few months ago. So I I just watched it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It doesn't seem like it fits in Batman You're talking about the Halle Berry one? Yes. Yeah. Is it supposed to be the Batman Catwoman? I think so. It didn't feel like Batman at all. Yeah. And I'm fine with her having superpower abilities because she got him to a cat giving her its soul or something. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but... And then I finally finished my Star Wars book. Oh, yeah, that one. Star Wars Empire's End. Hmm. So there's this series of books. It's the new canon. And it fills in the gap between uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I don't. The names for the new ones don't come to my mind automatically yet. Um, and this is the third of those books. So I haven't read the first two. Oh. But it fills you enough in on the characters. It's fine. Right. Um, it talks a lot about Jakku. So you get a find out why there's big, huge Star Destroyers on the oh, surface of that's cool. Jakku. Um, for a while, I believed I knew who Snoke was. Nope. I'm totally back in the dark. No. Oh. Um, I hope we find out. It inter- or it actually gives you some a lot more information on some of the characters from Force Awakens. Hmm. So that's interesting. Um, it's really well written. It threw me off at first because it's written present tense. Right, yeah. Which is a little bit weird. But I got used to it. Um, Now, Disney, since it's gotten hold of Star Wars, has started maybe to do what Gene Roddenberry was trying to do with Star Trek and advance society by using their properties. Okay. Like introducing gay characters or transgender characters like they did in this book. Okay. Which I guess is okay. I mean, it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Maybe some alien can be both male and female. I don't know. Sure. But it was weird to be reading the pronouns that they're, I hear argument over people trying to get people, to force people to, to use. Oh, they in use a those Star Wars novel. New Age pronouns. 
Yeah, it was just like a chapter towards the end that was just kind of stuck in, and so I'm not even sure where it fit into the main story. <laughs> oh, well. And anyway, it was good. I recommend it. Yeah, I might borrow it sometime. Okay, I can send it to you with, right now. Or after the show. Because I'm done with it. Okay. It'll probably be a while before I start it, though. Oh. Okay. I'm rereading The Dark Tower, and I'm in oh. book four. Well, then let me know. Because yeah. one of my kids might want to read it. Or maybe I might want to read... Maybe I'll get the first one in that trilogy and read it, and then you can yeah, borrow that from me. Yeah, that's not a bad me. idea. Yeah. Let's go on a nerd cred. I couldn't really think of anything. I don't know. Master Zed? I found a new podcast about the English language. Yes, and you <laughs> tweeted to us and you got two engineers hooked on it. It was on Facebook. I think, yeah. Oh, whatever. I think that was pretty nerdy. You yeah. social media does. Sociad. No, we've got to come up with a shortened. Sodia? Cedia? Socia? I don't know. Socia? I like that. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Your Socia does. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't sound like something I'd want I to did happen. say Sochmeads to my son. Sochmeads, there you go. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, ah, I'm checking, us. checking the podcast Sochmeads. Nice. He's uh, He's got a new book to teach him Python. And he's been doing the Khan Academy. I think it's oh, the, Khan Academy to yeah. learn how to code. He's getting kind of excited. Oh, I can make a game. Cool. So they teach that cool. in high school now. Cool. Game design. Yeah, I'm hoping that by the time he gets into high school, maybe he'll know what he wants to do for a career. And if he still wants to be a game developer, he could actually be good at coding. Like I've tried, I've looked at stuff, and I'm like, I, this doesn't make sense to me. 
I don't even I'd rather try. just play the game. But at his age, he's a le- he's fixing to turn twelve, and if he can pick it up and get good at it, there's a big market for coding coders. See, I've learned what three or four different programming languages, kind of. And in high school, I actually made an animation using Pascal hmm. of a Santa Claus landing on a roof. I've done nothing. I had to get help with my heat transfer project that involved coding. Like Just, putting a special coding on material no, to it was affect doing, the heat transfer? writing a program that <laughs> calculates some oh, heat okay. transfer thing. Was it a throw dynamics issue with material properties? No. Oh. Well... So I was looked up how to make a um, Minecraft cart automatic return thing so I could mine, throw stuff in a cart, and have it go put it back in my main thing. Okay. So I looked up one on YouTube, and then I was trying to sketch it, and it wasn't working. So I got my AutoCAD out, and I got bored of just making the blocks, and I wanted to look like they actually did. So I actually used the material properties and <laughs> added material <laughs> properties of Minecraft images to my blocks so they actually look like minecraft blocks eventually you're just going to be able to play minecraft in In autocad AutoCAD. i know if you could get that to work (laughs) oh my goodness anyways it's pretty funny that's nerdy and i showed to people and i know it's nerdy when i show to people they just shake their head like "Ah, that's too nerdy for normal nerds that's right (laughs) and then uh so a friend of mine wanted me to draw something for him um he wanted to make an ammo box Okay. Uh, for, as a gift to someone getting married, I think. So um, he showed me one that someone had done on Pinterest or something. And weird, none of the their dimensions worked. <laughs> so we came up with kind of their own design of an ammo box. We're talking like the big wood ones, like from World right. War II with the rope handles. I like things with rope handles. So this is a really cheap project if you want to make it. I, um, but then I kind of went too far. Obviously, I made a title block and we've had this we have a the super cube it was my super cube mate right so i came up with a hand signal that we use signify <laughs> super cube and so i have a i made like an image of that for a t-shirt of course and i did. thought you know this is kind of like the fraternal order of super cube so fosc yeah so i put that picture in the title block it's like <laughs> <laughs> And it's got some stencils. He wants. There's actually a scripture he wants stenciled on the front. Oh, Psalms one forty four one, I think. And you and shall an take American, up arms and something oh. about thanking the Lord for making His hands that are good for war or whatever. I don't remember what it was. Mm. But and then an American flag like burned into the wood in the inside. Oh, that's cool. So I'm gonna make one. I think. I was just thinking. We could make those, and there's probably a market around here for stuff like that, because there's lots yeah. of people I know that and are into guns. It'd be cheap. You could probably build one, especially if you found a place that had old pallets. You could put one together from pallets, really, really easy. I'll have to, when I, really then I'll have to show the show you the plans. I think we should do that. And then Lego set. Oh yeah, that so is Luke I've got Speeder. Props. So we went to uh, Walmart as I'm apt to do. Oh, here's the characters up here. I see him on do. YouTube. That's right. Um, and she was looking at getting a fidget spinner toy. Yeah, my kids and, have them. And she'd bought this one. It's a black one. 
But then she saw this whole section of them at Walmart that had different colors and shapes, and <laughs> so she wanted to get one, and then she gave this one to me. My um, kids used theirs a lot for a few days, and I don't think I've seen them in weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's they're little fad toys. I don't know. I'm going to steal their bearings when I make my little yeah. windmills. They're really good bearings. I thought about yeah. make, you know, we're having an adult Pinewood Derby. Oh, um, use that in the... Yeah, except for I didn't have time to build a car and it, the race is tomorrow, so I don't think I'm going to do oh. that. Um, so she was buying a toy at Walmart, so I thought, I'm going to buy me a toy at Walmart. <laughs> so I went down to, I uh, found the Star Wars section, and I didn't want to spend too much. I think this toy was fourteen ninety five for 197 piece. That's pretty good. Uh, Luke Speeder, which I love Luke Speeder. Um, I actually had a car once. They're just not in demand since the T16 I came know. out. Um, the hardest part was the stickers, because especially the small ones, because my fingers are bigger than they were when I was a kid, and trying to get them to line up perfectly Weird. was difficult. Um, but I enjoyed it so much. I think I might make a monthly Star Wars toy. Cool. It was fun. I forgot how much I love building Lego. Um, it's yeah. disconcerting when I have pieces left over. I think they give you some extra pieces of ones that are easily lost, oh, maybe. I, yeah, I would have a problem with that. And I was like, well, they don't... Anyway. I had a car once where I was searching <laughs> online for some from people. Somebody made the car I had, which was an 88 Escort wagon, okay. into one of these. Whoa. And the way they made it float in the movies was using mirrors. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. So I think the person that made the car one did that also. That's cool. You'll probably find it on the internet if you want to look for it. Um, but there you go. There's my nerd cred. Awesome. segment is feedback um we got a bunch of action on facebook this week woot, woot. Uh, mr pold's fiance is a new follower of the show on Excellent. facebook so thanks Excellent. future mrs pold 
Uh, Matthew from Passers by Podcast, a good friend of the show, says, Congratulations, Mr. Pold and Mrs. Pold to be. And then last week we were talking about a pl- we didn't name the state, but we were talking about a place that has bad, bad drivers. drivers. <laughs> and uh, Matthew also said that Indiana has terrible drivers. Sincerely, Michigan, because he's from Michigan. <laughs> right. And then uh, I don't remember us talking about Bristol, but Rob is from the UK, and he said, "I think you'll find people from Bristol are Bristolians." So okay, that's good to know. Take your word for it, because you know a lot more about it than me. And. Uh, we got a shout out on Span the Void. They were listing off like twi- Twitter handles they knew, and ours was, was one, one of them. them. And they also, apparently, Master Zed handles. has been watching them live on Facebook and commenting because they yeah, mentioned I, him by name. I've shared their, or I've watched some of their stuff on the Facebook, and so now. I get a notification on my phone when they're live. Oh, I used to watch them on you now occasionally when they were on there, but just when they're on and my schedule, it doesn't work out very well with kids. It's usually like supper to bedtime ish because they're on the East coast. So, all right. Uh, if you want to contact us, get into our feedback segment our email is engine show at gmail.com uh, or you can go to facebook.com slash engine show or find us we're at engine show on twitter um, you can comment and review wherever you listen and support the show by telling a friend about the engine show they'll thank you for it i've got a new closing mm, excuse me thank you for listening this week stay nerdy no! There you go. That's my Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. Me too. We uh, said Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's not true. I killed them. That's I killed impossible. them all. Uh, that feels weird. You have been and always shall be my friends. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Look, I look like that guy who talks about ancient aliens 
Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.